This episode of this podcast is making me thirsty is brought to you by Chemical Bank. Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This episode 64. This episode, we welcome Gina Hecht. Gina played Elaine's friend and George's therapist in three classic season four episodes of Seinfeld. Thank you for listening. If you dig it, pass it on. Follow us on Twitter at This Thirsty. Check out our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening. This podcast is making me thirsty. Episode 64, Gina Hecht. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty. The number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This is episode 64. Today, we welcome a Texas native who's had a remarkable career in both film and television. You know her from Mork and Mindy, General Hospital, Life Goes On, Glee, Night Shift, Dave, and of course, as George's therapist, Dana Foley, in three <laughs> iconic episodes of Seinfeld in season four, please welcome Gina Hecht. Gina, yes. welcome. Thank you. This is uh, this is such a treat, uh, Gina. So take us back, 1992. And here's the deal. And I don't care. But you called me Gina at first, which was right. And then you went back to Gina. But once again, I, I don't care. Really? Because you said hi, Gina, at the beginning. <laughs> and then you said Gina. So I thought, oh, he actually knows how to pronounce my name. Otherwise, I would have never corrected you. But And I don't care. So we can just continue from here. <laughs> well, no, listen, uh, you know, pronunciations, as George Costanza, no. pronunciation's key, right? No, it's not. So, Gina, take us back. 1992, um, the first episode you're in was the pick. But just tell us how the whole whole role came about, the audition process, anything you remember. I know going back, you know, I remember a lot years. about I don't remember a lot about a lot of things I do. I remember this very well so the i where do i start this so when this first came out i like every other actress my age auditioned for elaine so i went in for elaine originally oh wow okay didn't get it and um but had a good audition they seemed to like me they seemed to respond well cut to i did a series with jason alexander in 1987, we did the pilot and then we did the series and it was called Everything's Relative. It was short-lived. We did, I think, 10 episodes of it. And it wasn't very good and it was not successful, but we were so grateful we found each other through it because we became best friends. And so now cut to Jason is doing Seinfeld. I keep being called in for different roles throughout the years of Seinfeld. I mean, each season I would go in for one or two or three different parts. Huh. And I would, and Jason had a party at his house. Uh, I think it must've been during the summer. I don't think the season was going. 
And Jerry was there and Larry was there. And before this, I had played poker with Larry and Jason. So we kind of knew each other just enough to kind of nod and say, hi, how are you? And because I had gone in so many times and not gotten parts, when I saw Jerry at the party, he just put his head down and shook his head like he was embarrassed to see me. I said, what? What? He said, oh, my God, I just I'm just so embarrassed that we haven't cast you yet. You know, and I, I just can't even bring you in anymore. It's too terrible. I said, listen, I'll let you know when I'm not willing to come in anymore. In the meantime, <laughs> yeah. if I'm right for something, bring me in for it. And finally, they just offered me this part after all those different auditions and so forth for various roles throughout the seasons. When this came up, I didn't go in for it. They just offered me the role of wow. Yeah, we've, therapist. we've heard that a lot, like, you know, multiple times and then finally they get that role. But it, it, and it worked out for you. But it sounds like this this role was meant for you, clearly. Um, I'm curious. Obviously, you, you went for Elaine and there were probably a bunch of others. But I'm oh. curious what those, yeah, those other ones were. But so. And again, this was season four. So, you, you know, you probably tried out season one, two and three. But <laughs> I mean, season four is really when it it really steamrolled. Right. I mean, the episode, The Shoes, that was the first episode of Thursday night, if you recall. And that was a huge deal. So you are you, telling me much more about this series than I know. But sorry, right. please inform me. So, yeah, I mean, again, you went from the pick, let's say it did, you know, 16 million in the, in the ratings on a Wednesday night. And then the shoes, that's when it just catapulted, right? So, um, again, I, I watched it live. I remember watching on Wednesday nights. It was my favorite show then. And then when it moved to Thursday for sure as well. But so let's, so, so yeah, let's just go kind of episode by episode here. Or actually, so you got the role. Did you know it was a three episode arc or no, what did what, they tell you? I, I One and done as far as I knew. So I did not know that it was going to recur. I was, I mean, because it was George's therapist, obviously he needed a lot of therapy. So I was hoping <laughs> that, you know, it would, there would be even more episodes than that. But yeah, so it was lovely every time I got a call that. Oh, so that's how it works. So after the the pick aired in, in December of 92, mm -hmm. right? And then mm -hmm. when did you know you were going to come on for the next episode? Was it right well, away or just? Well, you would have, you would know more than I do in terms of the order of them. I just. I think I, I maybe did two in that season and then one in another or one in that season and then two in another. I do remember that I at least was, it was after a, a hiatus because I remember coming back to the first table read after the hiatus. So Right. So yeah. That, so the hiatus was probably the, I'd say the January break, if that's what they do in Hollywood. So essentially, yeah, yeah you were in the pick, which was the Christmas episode. Okay. In, De in December, and then you came back. The shoes aired in February, and then obviously you were on the finale in, in season four. So it was all season four, just two in '93 and one in '92. I see. So let me ask you: So, how do you prepare to become a therapist? Because what's interesting is, I feel like you kind of put it on the map, right? And then the Sopranos had it; it just became a thing. But like you and George, I, I don't know. Maybe that did happen in TV, but I, I never really saw it before. But how do you prepare for that role? How do you get in that mindset to to be a therapist? And clearly you knew Jason, so maybe that helped. Uh, no, knowing Jason didn't help. Um, no. no, no, not really. I mean, 
the only thing that helped is that we had a history and um, a rapport with one another. So we could just cut all the small talk and just say, what about this? What about that? You know, so um, that was fantastic. Um, I, I, I think I played therapist before that. I'm not sure. But what, what I was trying to find, and honestly, I don't think I found it as successfully as I might have today. But I, it was walking line between truth and heightened truth and a heightened reality. So be the therapist. I, I, I wish I had made her a little more uh, neurotic than she was. I mean, obviously, she loses it with the zipper and all of that. I mean, yeah. that that's nothing a, hopefully a real therapist would do. Um, but I wish I had brought a little bit more of that into other episodes. And I think, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe they would have enjoyed having her more. Um, I think I, I think maybe I played her too kind of real and close to the best for, for what it was. I mean, no one told me this. I'm just thinking about it as you're, as you asked me that question. I thought, well, yeah, I, I guess I did they, been a little bigger. So did they get, so was the opportunity there for a little leeway, a little ad-libbing or was it sticking well, to, the, no, to the script? No, there, no, I, I did not do any ad-libbing. I mean, you've got these great writers. I mean, you've got Larry David and Larry Charles, and I don't remember if Jeff Schaefer was on yet. So Jeff Schaefer is now exec producer, shameless Dave, yep. of Dave. And, uh, but no, I mean, I don't know if the main four characters improved a little to find a moment here and there, but it wasn't my place to do that. And frankly, the writing was all there. I mean, it was it was great writing. It's just what do you do with that writing? So, you know, I feel like somebody had put. I haven't seen these shows since they've aired. I should I should probably watch them. <laughs> but somebody had a sent a clip to me of something, and it was. Uh, you'll know the show better than, oh, I think it must have been the pilot, the pilot, I think. And yep. because I'm sitting there, he says something about what did I think of it? Did you read it? What did I think of it? And I went, yeah, you know, I think I could have had a stronger negative opinion of what I thought of that script. When All I right. saw that, I went, oh, I could have, I could have really been, yeah, that was not good so that was that was in the that was in the shoes episode but it oh, was, it was. Yeah, well, it was <laughs> but it was yeah it was referring to the pilot you're right yeah but no, i thought you were pretty harsh on uh on george there um and just i mean i think season four is just classic george i think the scenes with you just like highlight that at, a, at an extreme level i mean him coming back at you and telling telling you that you stink. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, that was you know, that's, what they sent me. Yeah. Yeah, that that diploma on the wall is my idea of comedy. Yeah. Right. And it's funny, you you finish both scenes. Well, you finish every scene with him in very similar fashions. I'm sure this was deliberate. Um so in the pick, you just say, We're going to have to stop. Like it just ends abruptly. Right. Obviously, with the whole zipper thing. But right. then the other two, the lines are exactly the same. It's, I think you better go. So it's. It, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I was, not, I, mean, I was not even aware. It's such, well, because, yeah, because you were critical of the script. Uh -huh. And then in the in the pilot. 
Well, you my know, guess you... is it wasn't because I was critical of the script. It must have been that George was being belligerent to me that right. I session. I mean, I don't think I ended it because it was a bad script. Did I? All right. Oh yeah, he yeah he was just becoming belligerent, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then in the pilot, the the final the finale of season four, you know, you mentioned to him that there's something on his lip, and you better get it checked out. Right. You remember and that? He freaks out over that. Yes. Yeah. Right. So he yeah. freaks out of that, and that's when you again say, "I think you better go." So, um, so it's funny the uh, the sh all these episodes are just. We rank all episodes throughout the whole run, and we mm -hmm. we had the pick at forty six, the shoes at twenty seven, and the pilot at twenty six. Which, again, any, any anything wow. in the top fifty, you're three of the top fifty, which is just remarkable episodes. Wow. What do you? What's your favorite episode of the three you were in? <laughs> Chris. I know. It's like, <laughs> I, I I'd have to rewatch them. I don't know. I mean, I can tell you just for me personally. Well, I mean, just for me personally, I loved doing the zipper thing with Jason. That that was a lot of fun. We had fun with that. Um, but I remember hearing about this Christmas card. Do you? I mean, do you know the story of this Christmas card? Was that that was the nip, right? Yeah. It, well, it's funny. This, this the way the shows are like labeled. You wouldn't know the nip was in the pick. So there was so much going on in the episode. That was when Jerry. Was caught picking his nose. Elaine had the right, the nip picture. Yeah. Oh, was and then obviously, that was in the pit. Okay. Yeah. Whatever that was in. Have you heard about this Christmas card that started this? No, do tell. So it was a friend of, I think it was a friend of one of the producers. I don't know if it was Larry David or Larry Char or Jer I don't remember. There is a picture of a man now. They showed me this picture, but I don't know if it was for real or not. But there he is Christmas morning in a robe with his kids gathered around him, his wife, a Christmas tree, all of this. And his junk in the robe is open. He doesn't realize it. And his junk is hanging out. I mean, just right there. And he sent that Christmas card out to everyone. <laughs> I mean, it seems impossible that somebody wouldn't have noticed that. I guess they were just, everybody's just looking at themselves at their face going, yeah, okay, yeah, that's cute. The kids look cute. Yeah, I look good. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how something like that gets out. But that's what inspired, this is the story that I heard. That's what yeah. inspired then the nip. The nip, yeah. I mean, yeah. fantastic episode. So what else do you remember about, I guess, being on the set? I mean, what's interesting is, it's very rare for someone to come back in three episodes as you did, but you only had interactions again on set with mm -hmm. uh, Jason. Mm -hmm. Did you, I mean, did you befriend anybody else? Any, any, any types of stories throughout the, well, that run that you could remember? Not, not real. I mean, not friend, friend, but they, I mean, Julia, as I'm sure everyone has said is so nice and kind and giving and gracious and, you know, she just makes you feel at home immediately. And Jerry was sweet and welcoming. And uh, Michael, too. I, I guess I had less interaction with Michael because Jerry, just because Julia is just super warm and friendly and two women on the set or whatever. And, and uh, Jerry, 
kind of had an eye on other scenes. So Michael wouldn't be there to necessarily give direction or look at a scene and see how it goes and so forth, where, where Jerry might, um, you know, give his opinion and, and so forth. Uh, no, I mean, it was, it, there was nothing negative. It was, yeah, no, that means I mean, everyone always says that about who, who's going to stand up and go, this sucked, but it was right. Nice. No, 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 not that I'm fishing for that, but yeah, that's literally every guest star we talked to. It's like everyone was so welcoming, yeah. And like the beauty of the show was, you know, they let the guest star shine, which clearly was was evident with you. Um, yeah, I mean, the shoes. I just go back to the shoes. I mean, talk about a just a jam packed episode with you know we had Anita Barona. Like, did you? Well, now that's interesting because I remember Anita and I. Because when you said that you wanted uh, to do this interview, so I went and just happened to look at one, and that was one she was on. And I remember, but I can't remember how, I knew her somehow before that episode. I don't remember if it was theater or what it was, but I, I had remember at the time thinking, I really admire her and this is a good solid actress or something. We didn't keep up with one another after that, but I... I, I remember I had, I had some sort of industry relationship with her at the time. She's so talented, so good. Yeah, she uh, she was incredible. In episode. It's it. There's so there's so many, you know, great scenes throughout those episodes. Like you said, it's you get confused on like which is in which episode because there's just so much going on. What what do you remember about? Um, because then Jerry talks about this, like the show is just, it's handmade, right? There's not, there's not that many people involved. Like it's Larry and yeah. Jerry. Yeah. That's kind of it. Tom yeah. Sharon is, was a great director for sure. But what do you remember about on set? Kind of who was, was it Larry running the show? Yeah. On, I mean, on that's, that's my memory. Um, <clears throat> I also had, um, I also had children during this time. So, you know, <laughs> with each birth, <laughs> memory cells just just died out with me but um my memory was that it was larry had as much input as as any director did in, in my in my mind in in my memory of it i mean it's it's not dissimilar from dave that i'm doing now um as far as Dave really overseeing everything. I, I also think that Jerry kind of signed off to everything. I think he I think he was there watching the scenes that he wasn't in either. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean it's, it, it's got his name on it, just like Dave has his name on it. And I, you know, yeah. Jerry was a participant in this. He, he, he didn't just sit back and show up. I mean, he was, he and Larry were the guys. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so that that must have been great. So after that that first episode, getting that second call. So literally, it was you got a call each time for the new episode. You didn't like. I know the first one. You knew only doing one. Did they know you were after that? Was it going to be two or you, again? It was just no. One cool. I, I had no idea. I don't know if they know initially. I I don't. You know, I'm I'm not sure about that. I have no idea. Yeah, I did not know they would call. A few weeks in advance, and my my dates for availability to check to make sure I was available, and then they would book me for those dates, and that's that's how it worked. Right, and I think the season four was the only season that had essentially an arc. Right, they were working towards that pilot. 
um, you know, every other season episodes can kind of just stand alone. It didn't matter. Uh-huh. So I think that's why you were you were important to that. That, oh, that piece. Um, so were you were you a fan of the show before? Like, were you, would you you said you haven't watched the show in twenty years? But have you prior to that when it was live? Were you a fan of the show? Oh, I thought I thought it was fantastic. I mean, you know, as you know, there was nothing remotely like it before, and uh, really nothing like it since. Uh, Agreed. I mean, Dave. <laughs> I mean, in a way, it's a similar sense of, yeah, well, I don't know, maybe not. But well, it, no, it's got Jeff Schaefer. You got some Seinfeld in there, you know, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's, it's a different vibe for sure. But uh, yeah, listen, and- yeah, no, I, I was, a fan. I mean, I, I obviously I knew it because Jason and I were best friends at that point. We had done this show previous to Seinfeld and we had both done different pilots after Seinfeld. I mean, after everything's relative, he did Seinfeld and I, I did Baywatch, believe it or not. But <laughs> then, then for some reason, they 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 decided I really wasn't what the show was about. So you did like the Hasselhoff Baywatch with like... Yeah. Anderson, yeah. Yeah. I played uh, Parker Stevenson's wife in the pilot. And then... I, you know, after they did the test of what it was and the show and all that, they kind of went, wait, what is, what is she doing here? And they decided maybe I wasn't the best fit for that. I think you're the only Baywatch Seinfeld crossover. Excuse me. <laughs> I bet that's not true. I don't know. I don't look that one up. Jerry had. Oh, fair enough. You're right. You know, I bet. Actually, the girl, right. yeah, Jennifer Campbell, who was in the pick with you. Yeah, she was in Baywatch. You're right. Oh, was right. She? I, I, I was just throwing it out there. I have no idea, but yeah. I know that. Actually, it turns out a lot just, of pretty girls. Yeah, the same episode yeah. you were in. Um, and it's funny you also you also did a crossover with Friends, and there's a lot of crossover between Seinfeld and Friends. Clearly, yeah. um, am I right? Like, what do you remember that maybe the differences between that show? Obviously, they were both must see TV on Thursday night. Yeah. I, um. They, they were such different experiences. And um, honestly, I mean, I shouldn't have done Friends. I, I, uh, Marta Kaufman was, was, a, was very sweet. And uh, she offered me this role. She, well, Tracy, the casting director of Marta. But I had just had my second child weeks before and I was just, I couldn't even think. And it was something so easy and simple. And I just couldn't find this character. And I remember just kind of honestly feeling a little bit embarrassed about the whole thing. Just like, good Lord, this is such an easy thing to do. I was struggling to find the right character for me. And it was just, it should have been a no brainer. And it just, I don't know. That's one of those memories that I go, oh God, oh God. But it's yeah. it's it's nice for the resume. But yeah, I'd rather be remembered for some. So you mentioned your your kids. How old are they? Do have they have they seen you in Seinfeld? Well, that's a funny story. I forgot about this. So when my children were little, um, 
So I will tell you that um, they grew up uh, with Jason and both of our families, we were godparents to each other's children and yep. we would travel together and we were at each other's homes every weekend. And the kids, their kids and my kids, they're like siblings. They, you know, spent so many, so much time together and had so many memories. And I think it was, I think it was, ba I'm not sure if it was Bailey. Or my, anyway, one of my girls, I think it must've been Bailey, my younger one. But she was next door. We really didn't have the TV on in our house very much. I tried to just read to them. And certainly Seinfeld would have never been on or <laughs> any of that. I mean, if anything, it would have been, you know, Sesame Street or, right. or videos about dolphins or, you know, that sort of thing, um, animal stuff. But she was next door and they had Seinfeld on in the background when I came to pick her up. And I walked in and it happened to be an episode I was on just randomly that I was on and Bailey turned to the TV and said look mommy and I looked at and she went it's Jason <laughs> and I went yeah yeah who else is there <laughs> who else is there with Jason she looked at it and looked at me and she went is that you? I said, it is. But she couldn't believe Jason was on television. That just blew her mind because we didn't talk about it. Right. I mean, we didn't, she didn't know. It was just Jason. She didn't know from Jason being an actor. It was unbelievable. Hilarious. It was hilarious. And what an acting job he did. Was he, I mean, for my money, uh, Jason Alexander playing George Costanza, the best character I've ever entitled. I mean, I'll tell you, sir, my, uh, you know, my confirmation name is George, okay? Okay. You know, I had to tell my mother it was a great saint, but in theory it was because I was in love with that character. In, in, no. In, yeah. Hey, what are you doing? You're in eighth grade. You failed the show. This is what happens. But um, That's hilarious. What's yeah, what's funny is he like I mean he gets credit, but like he never won an Emmy. I wonder if that ever kind of rubbed in the wrong way or did was he just he kind of loved the role he had, right? You know, yes, he loved the role. He was very grateful to the series. He loved doing it. If if he was horribly disappointed, I think I would have known. He never said anything to me. And I mean, we talk about everything so he wouldn't have stood on ceremony to not say anything to me if he felt robbed he would have gone felt freaking robbed of the you know but he never right i think and it's funny I you guys remember what the competition was but i think every time he was up i think he was kind of feeling like yeah this is not gonna happen but yeah well and honored every time to be recognized i know well the thing was some of the competition was usually michael richards as kramer so you know, you're going to yeah. lose. You lose to a teammate again. Yeah. And then you guys reunited. I read, I never, obviously it was kind of a, not a short-lived play, but Neil Simon's uh, The Prisoner of Second Avenue. That must have uh, been a, and you guys were both lead roles. Yes. In that play. So that must yes. have been fun to reunite. Friends. It, 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 15 it, years later from Seinfeld, the whole thing. It was. Um, 
and and it was and i i love doing there were there were some there were some complications on my end with it but nothing to do with jason i, I love being i love working with jason love being on stage with him i i had a really very rewarding more rewarding to me than that um was he directed me in broadway bound um and Broadway Bound for me, that that role of Kate was, I would turn around and do it again right now. I, I did it first um, at La Mirada and it was directed by a wonderful man named Jeff Maynard. He directed, it was fantastic. And then we moved it, that was a 1200 seat theater and we took that and, and it, and then it was a, it didn't get moved. It was a, it, that production ended. And then another production was done at the Odyssey by Ron Saucy. And um, Ron had Jason direct that. I think he thought it'd be great for his theater to be able to say Jason directed this and so forth. And that experience working with Jason because Jason had done that show on Broadway. I saw Jason do this production on Broadway when I was in New York to do everything's relative with him. It was shot in New York. Wow. When I watched him do that, I then played that character's mother directed by him 30 whatever odd years later. <laughs> it's all yeah. full circle. Yeah. Wow. That And that was a great experience. Loved that. So what are you up to today? You're uh, Dave, obviously still... Still going Dave strong. Premieres. I mean, this won't be along in your timeline because I don't know when people see this. But so you and I in live time right now, Dave yeah. premieres tomorrow night, which is June 16th for its second season on FX. Streaming oh, nice. the next day on Hulu. All right. Yeah we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get this up tomorrow and, and, and shout okay. that out. Sure. Cool, cool. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing. Um, yeah that and yeah well hopefully the the seinfeld residual checks are still coming in um they it's are, long thank you. yeah <laughs> seinfeld's it's actually seinfeld's coming off hulu in about eight days and it's going to be launching on netflix so i'm telling you i think similar to what happened with the office and friends there's going to be a whole new generation that get to know dana foley so interesting I, i'm excited about that i Can think I you'll say, be excited. let me just yeah. tell you so I, it is so bizarre to me, but when I, I, I play poker, I play tournament poker and I cannot tell you the young men, probably around your age, maybe some even a little bit younger, but I'll be sitting there and they will look at me and look down and look at me and look down. It's not in a poker world. And I'm thinking, okay, what do they know me from? Cause then I'm thinking, do they know me from? Cause a lot of young guys have also, there's been a resurgence of, of night shift and guys love yeah. night shift. And, but I look so different than I did them. You know, I'm 30 years older than when I did any of these things. So I'm always surprised when people kind of recognize me, but there, there have been some poker players that just sit there and go, are you the zipper? You? <laughs> I go, <laughs> so there there are you were talking about a resurgence of this maybe, maybe there will be yet even another resurgence but at some point they're not going to recognize me from that to now i mean at some point at some point but 
Gina, you still look great. And I tell you, from from Seinfeld fans, nobody could have played Dana Foley better. So that's oh, all. Thank you. Thanks. But uh, this this was a treat. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Thank and, you. Um, I enjoyed it. You you reminded me of things I hadn't thought about. I'm gonna go rewatch Seinfeld. Yeah, go go reach rewatch a few episodes tonight. Why not? I think I will. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Take, Take care. care. You too. Bye-bye.